was oh, haunting. Right. I have not even hit record on this. Hey, forgive us. We didn't record our voices, but that's okay because we're not going back. We had a lot yeah. of good information for you. So. Yeah. So you may notice that suddenly it sounds great and it didn't sound good it before. It didn't sound good before, but we're going to do our best to make sure that it matches. Hey guys, welcome to the self-evident podcast number 53. 53. Here we are, we're back. It is time. So, first things first, we just want to cover, obviously, the usuals. We've got our Facebook stuff that you guys need to check out. We're posting every day. We're getting a lot of memes and quotes and stuff A lot of feedback, too. A lot of good good stuff, especially today. And there's, there's... conversations going on, which we want you guys to yep. be a part of. Whether you agree or disagree, it doesn't matter. We want you in on it. Also, we have our YouTube stuff. Be sure to be checking that out. Check out the bit shoot. Like the videos. Subscribe. No- click the notification bell. Make sure you click that because a lot of times it won't let you know that we've put out a new video unless you have that clicked. So be sure to check that out. We've got stuff on Instagram. And frankly, Check out our SoundCloud, because that's really what this is here for, is the podcast. We've got our SoundCloud, we're on Spotify, we're on really all the major ones now. Um, So be sure to check that out, be sure to mark our playlist, save it, favorite it, do what you need to do, click the little heart, so that way you can hear us. Share, share, share. Share, 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 share. If you want people to know this information, because that's what we're here for. exactly it. We're here to give information to you. Give you the knowledge, give you the truth, give you our yeah. opinions. Be sure to share it. Let's think it right, yo. Yo, yo. You know, if if you feel like maybe letting us know you shared it, go for it. Yeah, hit us up, guys. Like we love uh, people bringing up titles and uh, people bringing up you know things that they want us to cover. Right? Um, there's going to be some more interviews uh, later on th- this month. We're going to be doing a lot more outside interview. Type deals. I just did one with Kyle Ramos from uh, Slightly Sophisticated that I still have not yet posted. Uh, it was really about the distractions that are happening with the impeachment. Then we pass a, a, a stimulus package that's an unbelievable amount of money that we always complain that we need. You know what I mean? We need, we need, we need, we need. And obviously, too, um, that, you know, governors now passing executive orders on Capitol grounds saying we can't have firearms because of credible threats, right? But did you make sure that your people and your security team didn't have those firearms, too? I mean, I'm just asking. Oh, protection. Oh. We have to limit the rights of the individual who follows the laws. That's right. We need. It's just like we've got to make sure to tax the middle class a little bit more because they're the ones who have the money, right? And one of these days, it'll click for people. I really believe that it's going to click. We're going to get there. We're going to make progress. We already are making progress. Look, we are going to talk about the whole gun stuff going on in Virginia, uh, because it's big news, it has to be talked about, and if you want hope, look at how many people came together on that rally. There were a lot of people who came out for that thing, it's 90-something counties that consider themselves sanctuary counties, you had sheriffs who were saying, we're not going to enforce this unconstitutional law that's getting passed, 
So there are people that are moving forward and we need to be there to support them. We need to make sure their voices are heard. So be sure to be sharing this stuff because those voices need to get heard, right? Yeah, exactly. And so we were going to hit on some different topics today, but this one's kind of a prevalent one for us, obviously the Second Amendment. If you can see this right here, it's in either one, I think, of the camera shots. It says the Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Why? Why is it necessary to have a Second Amendment? Why is it purposeful that the founders wrote about this? Why was it so important to write about gun safety, yeah. gun rights, gun laws? Right? Why are they talking about militias? Why are they talking about the free state, the security of a free state? Why are they doing that? Now, if you, if you think about it, the militia wasn't uh, some unified group. It was a bunch of people who got together and formed this thing called a militia. So it was done by the people themselves. And, right? and there's a defense of that because the, the original constitutional uh, framework for yes. a military was to have no standing army. That's right. So they didn't want that in our land. Exactly. So a militia, a lot of people will use that argument that, well, what militia is talking about is the, like the National, the National Guard. Guard. That's not true. Because exactly. that's a government military. And exactly what they were talking about was, we do not want to have a standing army. Therefore, we do not want to have a government military. So this word militia is actually the common folk, the people coming together to right. have their own well-regulated militia. The idea of this isn't the guns are only for the people in the militia. The idea is you have the guns, so form the militia. Mm -hmm. the, they support each other. You need to have your common defense. Now, this is the, you're right. This is the reason we're hitting this today. Because there's no other way to talk about it than to just hit it head on. We have to face this issue now. Right? I think uh, the following week here, we're going to try to address where the founders all deists. And the reason why we're going to hit that next week, and I really want you guys to tune into that one, is because we're hearing a lot of people who are on the Christian side, uh, you know, prophets and all these things, basically saying that our founders are deists. Yep. All, and, and they say most, but they only they only name two. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson and Ben Franklin. The typical two. The typical two, right? But it's like, oh, they didn't believe in the Trinity. They didn't believe in this. Ah, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to go through some quotes. We're going to see. I'm not saying that they were perfect. I'm not saying they were perfect Christians, right? By any means. I'm not saying that they held it to every biblical doctrine that you, you may think. But religion is grossly different from the 1700s to now. In the 1700s, it was a lot of religiosity, a lot of legalism, right? You can see that. You had to be forced to be a certain type of Christian in certain states at that time. So there was a lot that was going on at that time. But to say that they were all deists, not, not my purview. But the reason why we switched it, because this rally that happened today, funny how the media is starting out by saying, well, thousands attended. A lot of the local news organizations say 22,000. You know, yeah. there, was, there was a lot of people at this rally, most of them armed. And, dude, they were strapped, yeah. right? And it's crazy because um, one of the things I'm going to read is uh, John Adams' is, uh, it's a quote from a speech that he gave to the U.S. Congress in 1790, okay? It says, a free people ought not only to be armed, but disciplined, to which end a uniform and well-digested plan is requisite, and their safety and interests require that they should promote such manufactories as tend to render them independent on others for essential, particularly for military supplies. In other words, they should be disciplined, they should be well-formed, depending on each other for the supplies, for all these things. They should be well-unified, right? Let's go on with another one. Uh, this is Thomas Jefferson. He said this in 1787. He said, what people can preserve its liberties if their rulers are not warned from time to time that the people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. Why is that important? The spirit of resistance was not because they wanted to overthrow a government. The spirit of resistance was because the government was violating their rights. 
And this is the problem here, right? So in Virginia, they're saying, man, look, we're, gonna, we're, we're tired of this government doing this to us. They're trying to take away our Second Amendment. Keep in mind, right, that the one thing that they're attacking is individual rights. Keep in mind, individual rights, right? Here's two sides to this coin. Nowhere do you see the government saying, you know what, we're going to relinquish our authority, give it back to the people. <laughs> Notice how they're always attacking the First Amendment, the freedom of speech, the freedom of the press, Oh, Facebook better start censoring all these things that the government needs to get involved into. Or they start saying, man, the people aren't good enough to own their own firearms. You know why? Because there's going to be a lot of psychos out there. Even President Trump came out with some red flag law stuff like that. He was saying, we need to get uh, psychopaths and criminals off the streets. We need to make sure that people who are mentally ill uh, are off the streets. Who wouldn't agree with that? But who determines who's mentally ill? At the end of the day, at the end of the day who's going to determine who's mentally ill? Right? That's the real question of the ages here. So coming back to the rally, we felt important to talk about this because I'm going to read you something that the government tweeted from his office from Virginia this afternoon. I want you to hear the wording of this. This is so, this is crap, okay? And I want you guys to read this uh, with, and, and I want you to ping pong with me. This is a statement from Governor Ralph Northam on the Lobby Day demonstration. Listen to this very carefully. We're all thankful that today passed without incident. The team successfully de-escalated what could have been a volatile situation. Which the inference in that is there was escalation. It was and our teams handled it. And our teams handled it. Our teams calmed this down yep. before it exploded. <laughs> right. As, but, as opposed to it was a peaceful protest but, where everybody was cooperative. But there's a tweet here that AOC, I just watched, there was a tweet that she basically said there wasn't enough police on the ground. Her, her, her yeah. of all people. Yeah, she's saying there was not enough police. You know, it was crazy. Whatever, crazy. There wasn't enough police. And he's saying our teams yeah. did this without yeah, escalation. Tomorrow she'll blame police for yeah, for, for yeah, and, yeah, exactly, and exactly. Her. Now, if you see a lot of the pictures, this is what's amazing. You see every single nationality represented at this rally. Every single one of them. That is so beautiful. That is exactly what America is. That's God-given rights and freedom given to all men. Not just some, not just the elites, not the rich, not those who are white or just black. Everybody, every race was represented at this rally. And it's very important that every race is represented in the gun rights movement. Because when you look back at the civil rights movement, especially during segregation, Jim Crow, the South, all of that, you had black people who their protection and their defense were firearms. So the black community has actually had this this loyalty and this understanding of the Second Amendment that I think sometimes whites take for granted because we live in a very peaceful, prosperous nation where we haven't had to fight yeah. our own government or protect ourselves in a, in a massive way. And this is the argument, right? Just 70 years ago, we overthrew a tyrant who made all the same promises that, you know, if we just get rid of these firearms, man, we're going to have an economy again. We're going to do all these things. And he disarms an entire sect of people who were destroyed. Yeah. This was just seven years ago. Pearl Harbor wasn't that long ago. So you, when you have black people that look back at the civil rights movement, fighting the KKK, defending their neighborhoods. You right. Know, and I can't remember what his name is, but there's a black gun rights activist who he talks about. He remembers in his neighborhood, his dad and his neighbors would stand guard. With yeah. their guns. Why? In the street. Protecting their right to life, dude. Precisely. 
against a tyrannical government, which was the South at that time. Yeah. Right? The government was justifying, supporting, and defending yes. this type of behavior. And yeah. Happened. And dude, segregation was what nobody's denying the evils that has happened in America. It had nothing to do with the Constitution. It had everything to do with the sin of man. That man is so inherently sinful that he thinks he's above another man. Isn't that funny? But the rights that God gives us makes us all equal. Yeah. That if you want to take away my property, it's, it's going to be met with force. Right? The only authority government really has is force. That's the only way they can carry something out. So if they start taking away guns, if they start taking away the freedom of speech, how are they going to regulate that? By force. The only thing they should be forced to do is eradicate evil. That's the only thing in this country. When you see things done wrong, that is their duty, is to make sure that, that evils are punished, according to Romans 13 and according to the Constitution. Their only role, right, was to ensure my God-given liberties. You don't believe me? Read anything of the first ten amendments of the Constitution, anything that's in Article 1, 2, and 3, that has anything to do with the branches of government, right? Only restrains government. Never says a thing about the people. Because the people were supposed to be the arbiters of their own morality. And now I'm getting lit about this because this frustrates me. That a government would stand against its own people? How come you're trusted? What makes you so much better than the rest of man? What makes you think that your morality is better than the, the, the neighbor next to you? Here, that ban that you did on the Capitol steps, did you do that with your security guards? Did you make sure that your security guards weren't packing either? Oh, I get it. The cops can, but we can't. Why? Because they hold a badge? Weren't you the same left that was protesting all the evils that were done against blacks just last year and the year prior when Obama was in office, President Obama was in office? Weren't you the same left that was condemning cops? Saying that cops can't be trusted? Weren't you the same ones that say criminal reform needs to happen because government doesn't know what they're doing? But we're supposed to trust you with my guns. This is ridiculous. And I'm speaking life right now. Folks, it is time to stand now. We don't have a choice anymore. We don't have a choice. Yeah. Folks, seriously, we need to be the ones to stand against this even now. So I'm going to keep going. It says... Uh, that our team successfully de-escalated what could have been a volatile situation. This resulted from weeks of planning and extensive cooperation among state, local, and federal partners in Virginia and beyond. Because of potential threats, they said, potential escalation, right? It's always funny that the, it's the people, the ones that, that they're staying against themselves. Why? Why? Because you're violating their rights, dude. That's what you're doing what you're doing essentially listen to this virginia's law enforcement and first responders demonstrated tremendous professionalism keep in mind that aoc said there wasn't enough of them i'm proud of their work i have spoken with colonel settle of the state police colonel pike of the capitol police and chief smith of the richmond police department as well as leaders of the fbi and the u.s attorney's office and thank them for keeping virginia safe listen to the next one thousands of people came to richmond to make their voices heard you didn't listen. Yeah, you keep, read the next right. couple of lines because he, he kind of nails that. Today showed that when people disagree, they can do so peacefully. The issues before us evoke strong emotions and pro progress is often difficult. Right there. Progress is often difficult. So what you're saying is... Who cares about their voices? I'm right. Their voices are wrong. Hey, you guys said what you need to say, but we're still going yeah. forward with it because you're all wrong. Yeah. What is the difference? You're holding back progress. You're, you're holding Bro, back my progress. Here, what's the difference between that and King George telling our founders, your olive branches don't matter. 
Your peaceful petitions don't matter. Your rebuttals and complaints don't matter to me. What's the difference? Who made you king? Yeah. Who made you king? Dude, I find it so crazy that, that things like uh, the, the site, The Atlantic, will write pieces like this. We need to repeal and replace the Second Amendment. But son of a gun, they won't replace and repeal the 16th and 17th Amendments. Or anything after the 10th, really. Right? Yep. They won't repeal these things, but they'll repeal that? You know what I mean? So they, what they really want to do is control the people. Right? That's really the, the ultimate goal here is control. Because only government and, grows to this, not, not the people. And if you look at what happened in Virginia, you see that you had 90-something counties that determined they were going to be sanctuary counties. That they weren't going to follow this. Was that 98% of counties? It was something, some outrageous number. So if you have somebody who's not trying to be a king or a ruler, they would look at that situation and go, oh... Yeah. Nobody agrees with this. Funny how they want majority rule in our national election, but they won't listen to majority of the counties in their state. <laughs> this is how hypocrisy works, dude. You know what I mean? This is what's so frustrating about this issue. Yeah, and that's... So when you look at that, and you see the vast majority of the counties in Virginia go, we don't agree with this. We're not going to sign up for this. This is wrong. Then you have a governor who says... I hear your voice, I really don't care what you say, I'm still exactly asking right. because I think it's right. Well, I'm not for the idea of unadulterated democracy, but I am for the idea of representation. So even if we get past the whole democracy idea, which the vast majority of people seem to be against this, this whole movement, at least representation. You're not representing what your people are nope. saying. Therefore, you have become not a even tyrant. close. You have not become even a close. dictator. Exactly. And people say, "Well, you're being extreme about calling them a tyrant or a dictator." They're not doing what their people have asked them to do. Dude, are they not being extreme for basically saying that gun owners are a threat to people? Yeah. Is that not extreme? extreme? Well, think about the idea of having massive amounts of police and FBI and security protecting what are they protecting and I, I'm, I'm, I'm not just going I know where you're going with, going with it conservative but think about it what are they protecting what are they afraid of they're afraid of insurrection why they're afraid of of being attacked by the people yeah so now they're afraid of their own people so now they're protecting themselves from their own people. And you might say, well, yeah, that makes sense. No, do you see how twisted that logic is? I know. You've set your I face know, against your people so badly that you're now afraid your people are going to tear you from your position. Yeah, and so it, but that, that right there shows the, the disinterest of the people. Matter of fact, I was telling Mike I was on the road going to, going to the church and there was a car, and it said, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't care. I don't care who vote for blue. He's not even interested in the politics anymore. No. I so hate President Trump. Get him out, no matter who it is. It can be Satan himself. We'll vote him in, right? Yeah. That's what politics has now turned into. Yeah. This is why next week we're going to talk about this stuff, right? That idolatry exists today on both sides. And we need to stop this stuff, dude. Because this is why rights are being stripped. Why is it during the impeachment process they're passing bills, like omnibus bills and things like that? Why are they passing this kind of stuff right now? 
Why is it such a hot topic to remove the rights of the people but not the rights of the government? In which they don't have any rights. Government is a thing. The people that are in there are supposed to represent us, the people, right? If we have a bunch of people saying, hey, man, let me keep my guns, leave me alone. I think you should listen to that. I think that's your job. Especially because it's something that's already enshrined. Dude, yeah. Think, think Take their oath of office for a second. Think, think about, this is something that's enshrined, right? Your oath of office is to uphold and protect the Constitution. What these people are arguing for is something that is already in the Constitution. <laughs> that's right. You're telling them, I don't care what your own Constitution says. I don't care what your government has sworn itself to uphold. I've decided that you shouldn't have those. That's exactly right, dude. You shouldn't have those rights. I've decided it's too dangerous for you to have those rights. Now, when if if you're liberal, if you're progressive, turn it around to Trump. How would you like if Trump came around and started saying, I'm going to take your rights from you? Yep, I'm going to take away I'm, your right I'm to marry who you want to. I'm going to yep. take away your right to, you know, whatever. Which whatever. they argued that. And, and you and I obviously have our position on abortion. It's the right position, but we have our position. You're arguing your right to abortion is getting taken away. Right? Right. That's not even enshrined in the Constitution. Right. Don't... and. That's a whole other argument, but there is no amendment going, you have the right to abortion. That's right. There's no bill, no, nothing like that. We have an amendment right there saying, you may have your gun, it shall not be infringed upon. Bingo. Now, think about each one of those Bill of Rights. What was it for? To protect Um, who? To protect who? People. That's exactly right. To protect the citizen against a government. Congress shall make no law. Take it to the rest of them. Congress shall make no law respecting the use of firearms, dude. This is your right. This is your God-given right. Why? Because he likes protecting life, dude. And those who take it from people, again, this is why governments are in place to punish evildoers. It's already, we know it's wrong to kill people. People still do it. People still, this is what the, the left doesn't understand. The more laws you create, you're only creating more insurrection. The more you try to restrain the people, the more they're going to bust out even harder. Isn't that a self-fulfilling prophecy? Mm-hmm. The more laws you have, the more likely you are to break them. I mean, you, it, this is an aside, but you look at camp, campaign finance law, there are so many laws that no matter what, somebody has broken one Dude. at some point. How easy is it to nail somebody to the wall if you want? You, you know what? You know what? I, I'm, I'm noticing this even with self-evident. Just the little things, right? The IRS stuff. Like, we try to do everything we can to keep it right, but I didn't know about certain things. So we went through the gamut with them. They totally, they were, they were gracious to us. I mean, as far as, like, they were great to, to work with uh, on our end, but we didn't send in some scheduled thing. I don't know what it was, and I filled out the whole thing, and I forgot to send this, this paper. Yeah. And we got a fine, and we got all these things. I'm like, what? I didn't know. And they're like, yeah. And then they were like, you, you need to provide letters as to the reasons why you didn't send it. Because I forgot. Jeez, you know what I mean? Like, But they, they were cool when we called them and stuff like that. They, they were like, hey, we completely understand, blah, blah, blah. For the most part, when you're seeing a lot of people in these agencies, they're okay. They're really nice people. Yeah. But, you know, even when you go to the TSA, they're not all jerks, right? But the fact is the TSA, the, TSA, the IRS, the NSA, all this stuff exists. And it's taking away the rights of the people. They can't even be free anymore. And people always say this. Well, who's going to hold them accountable? People that are a thousand miles away from you are holding you accountable? <laughs> and by what use? By use of what? Use of force. And, right? And one thing I want... Let's give a little bit of history about the Bill of Rights. 
So, I mean, because we've been talking about this the whole time. Yep. Talking yep. about the rights lay with the people. Yep. There was an argument about whether or not to even have a bill of rights. That's right. Right. Why? 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 Why argue not to have the bill of rights? This whole argument took place because what they were saying was, if we post it, then the government will say, well, anything outside of that, we can control. Those aren't rights. That's right. And they're, but they're doing it now. Yeah. But the, the, the Constitution doesn't doing. say yeah. that you can't do that. You know? and, and the argument to having it was, well, if you don't have it, then the government will assume they can control all rights. Dude, that's now, scary. We have them, and they're still saying they can control them. Um, it, it, it's something that we have to harp on and harp on and harp on, because if we don't continue this conversation, it gets forgotten. And then people decide, well, is the Second Amendment really so important? Is it really needed? Do we really have freedom of speech? We're the only country in the world who enshrines freedom of speech. We're the only country. Mm -hmm. Other countries have tried to move towards that and enshrine some part of it, but all other countries have limitations. People say, well, fire in a, in a movie theater. That's not what we're talking about in terms of limitations. We're talking about like hate speech laws in the UK. Right? Hate speech laws and discrimination yep. laws in Canada. You know, all other countries have something where you can't say something against the government or something against somebody else. How many countries have decided that if you say something against your government, you're liable to be arrested? Yeah. I think, too, what we're seeing more and more of... Uh, I'm going to go with your point here for a second. It said that uh, most... There was the, the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists. You had two yeah. really different sides. You had the strong central government people, which I think, and I think most would agree, most scholars, the, the Federalists weren't for this kind of government. No. It was super, no. super huge. Right? They just believed that men aren't angels. We need a strong government to restrain their passions when they do it. You know, do evil. But then you had the other side of the Anti-Federalists. We've covered this before, but I'm going to kind of go a little bit more in depth. Um, the Anti-Federalists were those guys who were like, you're right, man, men aren't angels. So the strong government thing, bad idea, Right? Uh, and I'm speaking in a nutshell here. Most anti-federalists feared that without a bill of rights, the Constitution would not only be able uh, would not be able to sufficiently sufficiently protect the rights of the individuals and the states. It was a concern that ultimately led to the passing of the Bill of Rights as a condition for the ratification in New York, Virginia, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and North Carolina. And I'm getting this. I do a class on on the Bill of Rights uh, and, and all that stuff. And and one of the things that they wrote. Notice how careful they were in their wording. Yes. People take that for granted. Dude, seriously. They, they weren't stupid. every word very carefully. The, amendment, the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law. They start off with, Congress, you can't touch this. D period. Well, they didn't foresee the challenge. They foresaw the challenges, Holmes. There's nothing new under the sun. They weren't stupid. Their voices were being suppressed. They were getting stolen from in taxes. They were being ignored by the king. They knew what was going on. They weren't stupid. They just weren't cowardly enough to give up their liberty. Bingo. And when they saw it being violated, they stood against it, right? Congress should make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Again, that part people miss. You can't prohibit the free exercise of my religion as long as my religion doesn't infringe on the rights of another. Then you're no, you're no longer religion. You're a cult. You're, you're now violating someone else's right. That's why my positions are really different than most Christians. I believe in true freedom. And even Thomas Jefferson said this. I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. Nope. And me professing my faith to you is not infringing on your right. 
No. Otherwise, talking to somebody is infringing on their right. Now, we've come into a society where that actually becomes a discussion of, oh, well, you've hurt my feelings, therefore you're infringing on my right. It's not right. See, you know? and this is kind of where I want to go with this whole thing. Samuel Adams said this to James Warren in 1779. Uh, in February, he wrote a letter to him, and he said this to virtue, if virtue and knowledge are diffused among the people, if it's given to the people and dispersed, they will never be enslaved. This will be their great security. Why did they write this protection? Why did they write this? Because they just fought off a tyrant. Yeah. They knew what was going on. They knew what power could do. And they wanted the people to be armed. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead. Go ahead. And, and they knew that it would come back around. They knew tyranny would rise again. The thing is, after you study governments, and you study history, and you study civilizations, you see that it is very cyclical. And you, you have a foundation of freedom and liberty. But that starts to erode and then starts to decay. And as the people get more comfortable, they start feeling less yep. secure. So they want more safety and they want more control and they start handing more power to their government. And at some point, you have a tyrant raise up. That's why Jefferson talked about there were periods of time where the ground of liberty has to be all watered by the blood of patriots and yes. tyrants. It's a natural manure. Thank uh, you. Jefferson said that. Yes. So that idea was. At times, you have to stand up against tyranny that's going to rise yeah. up. That's why the Second Amendment was created. Don't tell me, oh, it's oh, for hunting. Right. I have not even hit record on this. <laughs> hey, forgive us. We didn't record our voices. But that's okay, because we're not going back. We had a lot yeah. of good information for you. So. Yeah. <laughs> So you may notice that suddenly it sounds great, and it didn't sound good it before. It didn't sound good before, but we're going to do our best to make sure that it matches. Amen. Uh, so, hey, back to this. Uh, Benjamin Franklin, I'm sorry, Thomas Jefferson said this. The Constitution of most of our states and of the United States assert that all power is inerrant in the who? The people, not the government. Listen to that. Power is inerrant in the people, that they may exercise it by themselves, and that it is their right and duty to be at all times armed. Why? Because the power is with the people, not the government. Are you crazy? Dude, let's, let's keep going. I, I love this stuff. George Mason said this in 1788. He said to disarm the people is the most effectual way to enslave them. To enslave them. Do you think he was kidding? This is Noah Webster, father of American education. Him and Benjamin Rush were really good at the whole education thing. Uh, he was, uh, Benjamin Rush was our first uh, attorney general. I'm sorry, uh, not attorney general. It was the... Uh, Gosh, I could see it now. Uh, Surgeon General. He's one of our mm, first. He, yeah. was, he was one of the doctors. He said this before a standing army can rule, the people must be disarmed as they are the most as oh, I'm sorry. Before a standing army can rule, the people must be disarmed as they are in almost in every country in Europe. The supreme power in America cannot enforce unjust laws by the sword because the whole body of the people are armed and constitute a force superior to any band of regular troops. You know why Samuel Adams said if knowledge is diffused to the American people, if it's diffused to them, they'll be pre they'll be free and prosperous because of that. Yeah. You don't realize the power you have in one another. And, and I think this Virginia rally was a small, tiny glimmer of, oh, you do hold power. And you notice how quickly the government got scared. Oh from my it. gosh, dude. They they flipped out. That's why Governor Northam was sending out this you know, congratulations to all the security forces and police personnel and all of that. They were scared. 
mind you, you had the most peaceful, respectful, cooperative yeah. group of people you could possibly have Dude, protesting. But let's 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 circle back to that. Oh, we thank thankful it was peaceful. Dude, close to 18,000 people were armed. All strapped heavy. Bro, there's <laughs> pictures of these like uh, different people, different nationalities strapped with like AR, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, AR-15s and like strapped across their bodies. I mean, straight up armed, right? And they didn't have a single incident. A single incident. And every single uh, news media out there right now saying, well, there was really no incidents that happened. What were you expecting? Exactly. Well, why, why are you saying that? Right. Now, what liberal protest hasn't ended in something gross and stupid <laughs> where it's destruction of property? Yeah. You know what it was? That those people had an inter internal moral government restraining them from doing something stupid. All they were saying was, this is mine. Don't take it from me. This is my property. Precisely. Right? So, But you, you go to other rallies like UC Berkeley, all these things that happened when Shapiro was going to go speak and all these things. They're destroying property, dude. Yeah. Leftists, Antifa, all these things. Destroying, crapping on cars, dude. Taking a dump on people's cars. Leaving places in shambles, right? Matter of fact, what was that story you said that there was uh, Shapiro shared? About a, a protester who was, they, oh, they don't know if he was yeah, a plant was, or whatever. There was there was a guy who, and they, they've got video of, the, this guy was saying something to the effect of, oh, we should kill him, in trying to in, yeah. instigate attacking another person. And immediately the people around him basically surrounded him and said, no, we're- Get out of here. Get out of here. We're not doing this. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Get out now. So what was it? Yeah. It was them law-abiding citizens who know their rights and know the law, and they're not doing anything stupid. Now, I think it's funny that the governor of Virginia will say thank you to the police and thank you for all the law enforcement and the first responders to make sure that we had a peaceful protest. Where were those same law enforcement and first, uh, first responders at those places like UC Berkeley or those other places like in Chicago or Baltimore, all these riots that are happening? Where were the police then? They've been told to stand down. Exactly. But they were told to be use aggressive force against these guys? Yeah. Who showed no... Here, I'm just taking their words. AOC said there wasn't enough. You don't think 22,000 people could have taken out the guns? <laughs> you don't think that 22,000 people with guns and, and could overtake a small amount of police the way she's talking yeah, about? And plenty of them militiamen. Exactly, you know? dude. There was so many Second Amendment uh, uh, militiamen there, three percenters, all that you know? stuff. Dude, I wish I could have went. Some lady asked me on Facebook. I didn't even respond to it. She said... Wait a minute, you're for the rallies? You think they're good? Sweetheart, that's in the First Amendment. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all what, for peaceful protesting. Was she coming from a place of, I support gun rights, but I don't support the rallies? Or, I, I don't support gun rights, I don't support these I don't, rallies? I don't know. That's all she asked me, because I did this little live video on, you know, what's really happening. Be careful, because really, this is about taking away your liberty yeah. and growing government. Yeah. So this has nothing to do with guns. This isn't an isolated thing. They really want control. You don't believe me? Why are they trying so hard to take away your stuff yeah. and, your, and your freedom of speech? Why are they trying to do that? And Why it, are they trying so hard to silence you? It'll always be sold to you as this is for your good and for your sake. And safety. that's where Franklin because, comes in. Be, it's just like Franklin said. He said, they that can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Yeah. That's how it's always sold to you, though. You're right. Oh, there could be a threat. That's why we have to have the TSA in these airports. There yeah. could be a and, threat. And a lot of times that comes off as conspiracy theory or, or it's poo-pooed away. But of course. think about it in the, in the real real sense in a realistic sense what you have is well we need to have a reason for why we're going to do this 
And a lot of times people have themselves convinced, oh, this is the reason we're going to do this. We're going to make things better. We're going to make things safer. It's always sold to you with a reason. No. Often that reason is your safety. I think it's funny when people say conspiracy. These are the same people that were like, Trump will never happen. And then it happened. Now they're like, oh, we need to impeach him. We, before he even gets in office, we're going to impeach him. Yeah. The right? day before he was Yeah, we're going to impeach him. We're, we're going to go impeach. Now. Why? Why? What did you know he was going to do? What did you think he was going to do? The same things that you're saying won't happen just happened. The liberals were like, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. Trump will never get elected. Dude, I've seen so many of those videos. It's funny. That, you know, oh, he's never going to I bank on that. I promise yeah. you he's never going to. And then he does. And then everyone has a meltdown, like America's going to die yeah. and crumble. I remember a comedian, Bill Burr, he said, what, did President Obama like ever come to your house and eat a sandwich with you? Like, these people don't even know you. What do you, what, you know, what, what, what are you all up in arms about? Like, what's going to happen? You know, now, I don't agree with that statement, but he's right. It's like Trump somehow is going to destroy the country as if already it wasn't going in the wrong yeah. direction. Right. And it, and it all depends on your outlook of if, well, no, <laughs> you but, know, but does it because now they're, in, they're, they're in terms of opinion. OK, yes, you're right. Uh, so that we were just talking about this before, because I want you to elaborate on this. Why is it that the, 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 the Democrats now or the, the left or whatever you want to call them? Cause it's hard to label them now because there's extremes. There's there's a lot of Democrats coming to the Republican side now because it's like, hey, this is crazy. Right. Yeah. And, and vice versa. It happens on either side. But why is it? that the Democrats are now supporting the Constitution and they didn't do it under another president that, that was theirs, right? I want you to elaborate on that. What do you well, think? It's, it, what say you? And what say I? I I really believe it's it's that whole idea of um, in, it's an opportunity, it's convenient, it's mm. advantageous, right? Because there's a sacredness that Americans hold for the Constitution. Right. And as you look at... And we haven't gotten into the impeachment. Honestly, I'm so thankful we've never really covered it. No, but it's a shame. Just, just to use that, Pelosi, you know, during this whole impeachment thing, yep, comes out and yep. says in order to protect the Constitution, yep. and and starts speaking about the Constitution as though she sounds like some, you know, constitutional conservative scholar, and. It's completely advantageous. That's the only reason that right, it even right, gets right, brought right, up right. is, oh, well, we think we can relate to this. It's kind of like when politicians use Bible verses. Yeah. <laughs> or, everybody or when looks, Elizabeth Warren gets a beer from the... Yeah. <laughs> she's going to go get me a beer. Let me get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool now. Now, I'm not... Dude, these people make fun of themselves. I ain't trying to do that, but I thought it was really corny. Oh, it was right? so corny. The... That's the only woman who can make everything look corny. It doesn't matter what it is. It's corny by her. Um, dude, that, that can say the thing she says, dude. Oh, my gosh. But and get away with it. It's, it's all for opportunity and advantage. And when our politicians use Bible verses or they try to quote the Constitution, I'm sorry, but your, your historic fruit shows. If Ted Cruz or Rand Paul cites the constitution i go okay they're they're standing on their own principle they're doing what they've always done when somebody like pelosi tries to stand on the constitution i'm sorry you don't ever talk about it unless you think it's going to win you a battle against a republican and so it gets invoked purely out of out of opportunity not respect for the document because when you look at the document what do they respect about it 
I, I really want to. They like, really don't. How though. much of it do they actually respect? You know, most of it, it, freedom of speech. Well, we've got to control that. Second Amendment, we've got to get rid of that. The Fourth Amendment. Well, you know, we need to know and we need to protect you. So we need more intrusion into your life. Like, where does it end? When when do we finally get that point where it's like, okay, now you respect the Constitution and you're standing up for That's it? That's exactly nah, right. No, it's just advantageous for you. It's super advantageous because they don't even follow to it. No. They, don't, they, they don't even ascribe to it. They don't even like cite it unless it's where they want to be, you know. And again, this is the reason why we need to be vigilant. You know, we need to be vigilant. I find it funny. These same people who are saying uh, President Trump was breaking the Constitution or violating his oath of office uh, with the whole impeachment process yeah. are the same ones that saying, who cares about what the Second Amendment says? Get rid of the guns. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous, right? They'll do it when it's advantageous and, and perfect for them, right? They don't even care about states' rights anymore. They're just going to come in and overtake that. They don't yeah. care. Dude, literally, the, go- the state governments are just bowing down to a federal government. You know why? Because of money, money and how much money they're getting for their schools and all these things, which... To be honest with you, who's keeping all that accountable, by the way, <laughs> right? Because we're passing all these bills with more and more money in them. We're $22 trillion in debt, and somehow our schools are never funded well. Do you ever think about that? Enough never money. enough money. We just need a little bit more yeah, money. Yeah, Oh, by the way, did you know that count, that cities tax houses for their schools? Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Counties tax for their schools? Mm-hmm. Just a thought. State tax money goes to the schools, too. Mm-hmm. So does federal money. Mm-hmm. Where's it all going? Who's keeping these people accountable? Why aren't we talking about that? Who's holding the IRS accountable, dude? Who's who's holding government accountable for their spending? I don't give a crap what side <laughs> you're on. I don't care what side you're on. Who is holding government accountable for their spending? Yeah. Right? Why are we giving money overseas to people when we can't even fix our own crap? We, uh, we got enough stuff if, going on here. If we need that money so bad for our schools, why are we handing it off to other countries? Other countries. Why? You know why? Because it's socialism. Because they can't survive without our money and other countries' money. Just like we can't survive without a freaking Federal Reserve right now, right? Mm-hmm. We can't survive out of without constant injection of fakeness, dude. More Botox, right? Just to make yeah. us look better. And the fear is always if you take that away, suddenly everything will fall apart. You know? and it's, without the Botox, your face will just fall off. <laughs> That's kind of what America feels like right now. <laughs> right. Because we're too afraid to face the piper. We're too yeah. afraid to face who we really are. And, right what, what, and how corrupt, uh, and how corrupt, how in danger we are of our economy yeah. crashing and collapsing because we just can't, we can't sustain this debt, dude. And, I'm sorry, sustain. And what's scary is the, the more we feed the beast, the more dangerous it becomes if we stop That's exactly right, dude. You know, you look That's at exactly our economy right, and, and if you were to pull that plug on this whole thing and you would go back to a gold standard, it would be mass chaos. It, dude, it, straight up. <laughs> because the, 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 the effectively the, the value of the dollar would decrease, or I'm sorry, increase, but it would the inflation would go nuts, wouldn't it? How, how does that work? So if you were to go back to a I'm gold, still working on my economic standard, stuff, okay? you're you're going to throw everything into chaos because right now what's going on is there is no gold standard. So the U.S. dollar is the reserve currency and all the other currencies match up to the U.S. dollar. Well, the U.S. dollar inflates, right? The, the same piece of gold, the tiny piece of gold buys the same amount of bread. But the problem is the, the value of it in terms of dollars raises and raises and raises. So if you were to go back to a gold standard, you... <laughs> There's a lot of people that have a lot of different theories of what would actually happen. You you could have hyperinflation. You could have extreme hyperdeflation. You know, you, 
what do you do? It's almost to the point where you would have to get rid of the dollar, start a new currency on the gold standard. Yeah. Um, and what scares people is if you lose control of this, because when it's matched to gold, it's matched to something physical with a finite amount. Mm. That keeps it pretty standard, right? Right, right. If you're not attached to that, you run the risk of it going out of control and having hyperinflation where you have Zimbabwe or Weimar Germany where you have a wheelbarrow full of cash to buy yourself a loaf of bread. And people go, ah, that'll never happen. It happened. It <laughs> happens. Yeah. It happened. It'll never happen here. It'll never happen. But it happened. That's right, dude. And you know, on top of that, too, it's like, you remember back in the day when a gallon of milk, I remember this growing up. Dude, yeah. A loaf of bread was like 80 cents. And, and people always complain about inflation. Well, guess what? In 1965, we were still on the gold standard. Mm. So your gallon of milk and your loaf of bread were really cheap. Your house was really cheap. Well, now, gas back then now, was what, 30, 40 cents? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Now, people go, yeah, but that was in those days dollars. That's true. You didn't earn nearly as much, but your dollar went farther for your purchase. Oh, that's true. Right? That's true. So instead of having to have both spouses work full time to be able to afford the house and put food on the table, you could live on the husband's full time job while the wife stayed at home. Wow. And so, you know, but it's funny, too, because like the more they appeal to covetousness and this happens on every front, including the gun control debate, the gun, yeah. the gun issue, I should say. It's all about lust. It's all yeah. about what we want. Right. So what happens is we get off the gold. Right. Things start to inflate. So then we say, but you know what? You can be independent, ma'am. You shouldn't be a housewife. You need to be independent. You need to work. So then we have it in this idea. Not that it's bad. I think any woman should do what she wants to do. Right. As far as like making sure she's taking care of her kids, all these things, right? But if she wants to go work, praise God, go for it, man. Do your thing. Nobody's stopping you. But it's this idea of never having enough. Yeah. That we will work our bones off until we have what we want to have, and still it's never enough while our kids suffer. And now we can't earn enough to really have right. what what we want. And, and, I'm, and not, I'm not even necessarily against the wife wanting to work and the yeah, husband want to take it. Yeah. That's cool, man. Like, do what I you want to do. Personally, but, don't have a cool opinion about that, but I don't care. But it's your, it's your right. But now it's not even an option. It's a necessity. Dude, yeah. Right? It's it's a necessity for most people of both have to work now. You think about you know? it, dude. This house, you know, the, the, the house we bought, I can afford the payment. I can't afford the house. Yeah. But I can afford the payment. That's how we think in America now. I can afford yeah. the payment, not the thing. That's and, dangerous, dude. And to bring it back around a little bit, one of the problems, one of the the reasons for the inflation, you know, it, well, where it's gotten even worse is what's called quantitative easing, mm -hmm. which we inject money into the economy in order to save ourselves from a re recession depression. We're trying to save ourselves, and this goes back to feeding the beast. So we try and save ourselves by by injecting money into the economy. So we print more dollar bills, which just waters it down more. That's right. Right? If you have five diamonds in the world, those diamonds are worth tons. They're rare. If you have 50 trillion diamonds in the world. Forget it. Forget it. You pick it up like dirt. Yeah. This is the same Man, concept like with Kool -Aid. dollars. It's like Kool-Aid. You put too much water in it and not enough sugar, you ain't got good Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? Exactly. And yeah, I used to be raised on Kool-Aid. <laughs> it's not having enough frosted flakes in the milk. You know what I mean? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about too, man. Y'all eat them frosted flakes. There's only like five in there and you want to eat them up. 
You know what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what you're talking about, too. <laughs> had to but, throw that in there. <laughs> so now I'm thinking about Frosted Flakes. Word. Man. Oh, oh I haven't so had Frosted good. Flakes in forever. We're getting we're, a box after this. <laughs> oh, God, it's good. Yeah. God, it's good. I love you. So, so we, we inject more money into the economy. Yeah. It goes back to feeding the beast. Mm-hmm. We're trying to save ourselves. So we feed the beast. Continuously. Continuously. And we keep injecting money. Now, some people say, well, it will never have to pay the piper. We're never really going to have to pay the piper. And they use Japan. And I know I'm kind of jumping around. Yeah, you are. But that's cool. This, keep going. This they is use good. Japan as a, as a reason because Japan's been able to do it for, what, 50 years now? And they, they haven't had to pay the piper to where hyperinflation hits and their currency crashes. Because that's what happens. You inject too much. It gets loses too much value, hyperinflation hits and the currency value crashes. We're we're like going towards that because we keep trying to save ourselves from the pain. If we would allow ourselves to have pain and we would stay to a standard and a principle, we would have pain, but we would be healthier in the long that's run. That's right. That's right. We'd yeah. be more efficient yeah. as as a people. It's, I think too, like how government talks is like how we all talk in a sense. Where it's like, there's just never enough. We need more. We yeah. need more. We need more. They speak the language of the people, man. You know what I mean? Really, the moral deficiency in government is the moral deficiency it's in the, the people. people. Really. I mean, this is what it all comes down to is I love I love having firearms to protect myself. But that's not my protection. Christ yeah. is. Right? God is. I don't depend on a gun necessarily. I'm not stupid. I own one because it's necessary for me to make sure to put my house protected. Right? But I don't depend on that. That is God. I don't depend on my money. I don't depend on a president. I depend on God. You know what I mean? I, dude, man is so good at getting us into messes we can't get ourselves out of. No. And you know what we do? You know, we all made this mistake, but if we just do more of that, we'll get out of yeah. it. It's, <laughs> government's it's, terrible at spending money. We don't know what we're doing. It's unaccountable. We're giving it to all these bad people. So you know what we need? More, more money. money. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> and I'll like, fix it. It's kind of like saying, I'm going to use cocaine to kick my cocaine habit. <laughs> If I just use enough, just I'll more. get out of it. Yes. <laughs> just you know, a little bit more. Just a little bit more. And it, oh man, it'll work this time. If I overdo it, you know, if I just keep pumping it in, I'll get used to the cocaine and I'll be fine. I'll, I'll just learn good. how to operate on it. Right. And then eventually, like you said, crash and burn. Right. When it all runs out and there's no nowhere else to inject yourself. Yeah. Really, it's over. You know? This is what's so scary. This is what happens when you try to get rid of guns. This is what happens when you try to silence the American people. It's what happens. Again, I'll, I'll say this till I'm blue in the face. America, the land, the land of America does not give you freedom and liberty. God does. We just have a constitution that's relegated to these 50 states, right, that allows us that opportunity to be in this place. It's just, it's just a land. It's just a piece of land, yeah. right? That belongs to me, by the way. That should belong to me. And I shouldn't be paying all these taxes, asinine taxes if I own my house, all these things, right? That is my property, right? I don't keep paying taxes on 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 my food after I bought it, right? I don't keep yeah. paying tax on bread. And, and the fact is, if you don't pay your taxes, you can get removed from right. your house. But it's so yours, do though. you own it? Yeah, it's do yours, you though, right? It? Yeah. This is all about like freedom. Where does freedom really lie? Liberty to me is really that people are free to do as they please, so long as it doesn't infringe on my right to live, my right to life, liberty, or property. Yeah. Right? People disagree with me on that. Christians disagree with me on that. You're for gay marriage? No. I just don't have the right to tell them not to. Yeah. Spiritually, I have the duty and obligation to preach to them and to love and, them through it and to get them to Christ. And the government does not have the right to enforce to force it. it. 
That's on right. the churches. That's exactly right. right. The church has its own moral code and structure. It's supposed to follow what it follows, which I will not marry a gay couple. Won't do it. Yeah. Right? Will not endorse it. Won't do it. Exactly. But dude, they're free <laughs> to yeah. pursue that. If if they can find somebody who will do it, that's between them, that right. person and God. Which again goes down to this. Is this covenant really between God now? Yeah. Right? And is it valid if it's not in God? No, it's not a covenant. It's not a, it's not a covenant before the Lord. And therefore, if it's under God, it cannot be a covenant if it's between man and man and woman and woman. That is not how the Lord designed it, right? Yeah. So I'm starting to explain this stuff now because I really believe in dangerous freedom. I do, right? I know it's scary, but I'd rather be scared and see the Lord move under freedom than be enslaved by a government that can take care of me and not depend on the Lord anymore. That's exactly and, what's happening. And if you look at who we are as a people today and a society today, how soft are we? How weak are That's we? That's right. That's right. How, how easily offended we are. How you look at our society, and, and I don't care what side of the spectrum you're on, you look at our society and you go, everybody's just soft. That's tr- totally true. And part of that is because we've taken away so many freedoms. Yeah. We've ta- tried to take away all of the risk and mm-hmm. the danger of Completely living agree. freely Completely that everybody's agree. soft. And Completely agree. therefore, everybody's dependent on the government, which means they need more government, which means they get softer, which means they need more government, which, yeah. they, right? It's, again, this feeding the beast thing. You're either moving towards it or you're moving away that's from right. it. That's right. And that's, that's, it's that adage, man. It's that syndrome of government can do it. That's why if we elect the right guy, he's going to get this done. Dude, it is the people, man. Yeah. The people are the ones that are supposed to speak. The people are supposed to be the ones that stand up. Why do we vote if a king can do it? Why? Yeah. What's the yeah. point? Just just vote your guy That's in. That's exactly right. Don't pay attention for the next eight years. You know, and this is this is where I really want to because this is where I really want to end this whole thing. Is your rights are given to you by Christ? If God gave you the ability to make a million dollars, would you just squander it away, or would you be like so protective and saying, you know, I'm going to be a good steward. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to make sure that 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 I give it to the right people. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to continue to hold on to this because the Lord entrusted me with it. You know, you'd be vigilant over that. You wouldn't just squander. You wouldn't just give it. You wouldn't just blow it. You wouldn't. God gave it to you, correct? So you you have this trust. Well, dude, He gave you rights, yeah. rights from Him, inerrant, God given birth rights that you have: life, liberty, property. Don't let that stuff go away. The reason we have Him is because He cares about you, you know not what, a government. You know what just hit me about that Rev- revelation about that? So. We talk a lot about how God is a God of free will. Right. And and God, like free will is kind of the foundation of the biblical story. Correct. Right? People people say, well, don't Christ is. You're absolutely right. Christ was the solution to the problem. The original answer, not even solution, but the original answer was free will. True. Love through free will, right? Look at where we're at now. So when we reject God... And we still have this free will side of us. We start giving it up because of fear. Truth. When we have Christ and we're truly walking with Christ, fear is diminished. Fear is taken away, right? Perfect love casts out all fear. That's right. Why is that? That's because you're walking in free will. You're truly making decisions based on love, based on lack of fear. It's fear that removes your free will. That's right. Fear goes. Right. I'll I'll have less free will, so I'll I'll start doing this more. Right. I'll start 
moving more towards safety. Yeah. I'll start moving more towards safety. Right. So we have to remember that if we have fear and we're, we're clamoring for more safety and protection, what we're actually doing is removing free will, which God was the one. And we're scared because there's actual responsibility in Truth. free will. Truth. Let, let's, let, let's go just here for a minute, and I want yep. you to end it because I think you always end it with really good thinking points, like, and I love that. I love being challenged. But if you think about it, too, like if, if you think about the Gospels, if you think about anything of the spiritual, the Christian walk, right, the whole idea is to get rid of bondage. Mm-hmm. If I'm enslaved to a certain sin, I just want God to get rid of it. I just want to be free from the bondage yeah. of something that I can't control. I just want to be free from it. God changed my nature, changed my desire, changed my will, changed my mindset, changed my thought process. I don't want to be like that. You know, all these things. We cry out against our sin. If you truly is, yeah. you really want to cry out against your sin and not want it anymore, right? So all we're desiring is freedom. Why in the heck then do you want to be enslaved to a government? I don't want that. Now, government's not bad. It's what they do with it. It's just like a gun. Government is instituted among men because God said so. Yeah. God is right about government. He was yeah. right. We, we need it. So I'm not saying government's bad. Look what it can do. Look what it can do to silence the voice of the people, dude. It's getting, it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, you can't even like preach on it anymore. It's in your face now, yeah. right? So the whole idea, like you just said, is, is I just want to be free from all this oppression. I don't want this no more. Yeah. I want to I be godly because God wants me to be godly. I don't want to violate him no more. I want to make sure the Constitution's upheld because I love America. I love what it stands for. I love its whole nature. You know what? It was wrong in a lot of ways in its beginning, right? It was. But a country always starts off that way. Does a baby know how to talk when it's birthed? (laughs) Does it have the consciousness of right and wrong? No. So we're going to see some things that people are going to do terribly. Some some people won't do that. Some people are going to stand against it. Some people won't. Look at the civil rights uh, movement in the 60s. A lot of white people were against it too. Yeah. They were against uh, what was the segregation that was going on in the South. There was just a, a lot of white people that were for segregation, right? Yeah. Some people were comfortable. They, black people were comfortable being, they didn't want to get involved in the mess. They didn't want to get yeah. trouble. They didn't want to die for it. You're yeah. going to have that on both sides all the time, no matter what issue, right? It's all about freedom though. Yep. And it's, it's, we fear responsibility a lot of times. Yep. So, so uh, that's right? the word. Right? We fear responsibility. That's the word, dude. So if we can get more safety, we have less responsibility. That's the word right there, man. And one of the things that nails you, and, and I'll end it with this, one of the things that nails you with Christianity is you're responsible. A lot of people go, how can somebody end up in hell? Because you're responsible. Bro, straight right? up, dude. And we, we fear that responsibility yep. of free will. But the beauty is God's given us that solution. Mm-hmm. He said, Agreed. look, you are in an impossible position because you cannot save yourself. You're responsible for yourself, but you can't save yourself. Agreed. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to provide you what you need in order to reconcile with me. All you have to do is accept this gift. That's considered repentance, right? Going, you know what, Lord? I was wrong. I did wrong. I used my free will wrong. Hmm. I'm taking responsibility That's right. for what I've done. And I accept your gift as reconciliation. That's right. That gift is the death of Christ and the resurrection. That's right. To die for our sins, our bad decisions in free will That's are right. going against God, right? That's exactly right. So when we walk with Christ, suddenly we take responsibility. And suddenly we don't fear responsibility 
we cherish the fact that God gave us free will to have responsibility. Great point. Right? Great point. Amen. So with That's that, good. guys, if you guys ever have questions about your walk with God, about who Christ is, what he's done in your life, if you're struggling with it, please reach out and contact us. Let us know or contact a local pastor or friend who's a Christian. This is the most vital decision you will ever make in your That's life. Right. right? We're talking about guns. We're talking about the economy. We're talking about, you know, yeah, where America all things is that are headed. natural. Yeah. Yeah. And, and these are important things. These are everyday life things. But all of that is dust compared to the eternal decision Dude. of Christ. Listen, whether or not you will accept that. I'm going to take you on that. Your 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 spiritual life is more important than any of this. Absolutely. At the end of the day, man, when God says, well done, thou good and faithful servant, unto the joy of the Lord, right? He's not going to care about self-evident podcast in the no. ministry. I mean, great. We saved some souls by the grace of God. Great. We stood for things, but... Dude, we're gonna. I, I pray to God. All we're talking about is His glorious works. We're gonna be sitting there singing, "Holy, holy, holy." It doesn't yeah. matter. Like now, I'm here on this earth for a reason. I don't want my kids to be enslaved. I don't want them to be under. I want them to be over and overcomers and have that opportunity. That's the only reason I fight for it. Yeah. It's the only reason I fight for the church to be at the forefront, right? To have to believe its word, right? To believe the doctrines it has, have a rhema word, right? But it's more your soul that's important to us. Yeah. Really, we care about you. We, so that's why our opinions don't stink and matter. We have, we back it with facts, and we'll tell you if it's an opinion. We back it with facts. We're not we're not trying to tell you something that's outlandish. It's your soul we're after. Yep, absolutely. So seek that out. Amen. You better have an answer for it one way or the other. But we really pray that you would realize you can't get into heaven on your own. That's right. You've got to have Christ. That's right. So with that. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for podcast number 53. Uh, once again, <laughs> the audio was kind of a fun thing for us. Sorry. It's all my right, bad. whatever. I'm controlling we'll, it, and I suck at it. We'll get it next time. We promise. So with that being man, we said. We love you guys, man. We love you guys. You guys are amazing. All right? So we'll see you next week. God bless you, man. Love you guys.